What is up, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of the Ball Never Lies podcast. I am your host, Jordan Fishman. Again, thank you all for listening. Uh, today's episode is a little bit of a somber one, I guess you could say. Um, I want to kind of preface this by just saying that the episode I'm doing is not for clout or you know, just to gain, you know, listeners or, or followers. This is something that actually um, affected me in a sense where I was just very saddened by what happened. Uh, if you couldn't guess by now, the episode is mostly going to be just discussing uh, Kobe Bryant, um, his year kind of, you know, I don't want to say anniversary, it doesn't, doesn't fit but you know it's a year since his passing and uh you know it was really it was like him and for example Eminem you know would have been the two people that would have actually made me feel emotional if they had passed away so uh yeah so again I just want to kind of say that this isn't something that I'm trying to do for you know just to game listeners and stuff it's just I just feel like if it's, you know, the day that people are talking about it, well, I kind of just want to share my story and my personal feelings towards it. Uh, I also just want to say that I'm aware Kobe and his daughter weren't the only ones to lose their lives that day. And, um, you know, the whole event was just a, a tragedy in itself. Some young, you know, aspiring kids lost their lives some kids lost their parents so just you know the whole situation in itself was uh was very sad and uh, very unfortunate i actually it's funny I, I remember it was a sunday uh so pre-covid obviously uh i had a basketball game on the sunday and my buddy Matt, who has been on the podcast before, he was in the live draft episode. Uh, I remember him texting me, and I think uh, Scott, we were in a group chat or something. And um, I get the text. It's a TMZ link, and I click it, and it's a broken link. So I'm thinking, okay, this can't be real. Like someone's just spamming. It's just like nonsense. He was in Philadelphia the night before, watching LeBron pass him on the all-time scoring list, and. Like there's no there's no chance, and I kept refreshing, refreshing, and refreshing the page. So I, uh, I honestly just didn't believe it whatsoever. So part of me, like when I first read it, I was like, "Holy crap, this is insane!" And then for for a while, I'd say for about like thirty minutes to an hour, I was like, "Nah, it's not real. Like, it's fine. We're gonna hear a statement from Kobe and whatever." And then all the other websites started posting it. And that's when I found out it was real. And it was a shock. I couldn't believe it. Um, again, he was in Philadelphia the night before watching watching a game with Gianna. And it was just like mind-blowing. And the way that it happened too, just kind of a freak accident. So ultimately, I curled up into a ball all day pretty much until my game. 
uh, watching Kobe highlights and just being, you know, it was, it was very sad for me as someone that I looked up to, not just on the basketball court. I know I'm not a professional basketball player, but just someone that like, if I was even 1% or 0.0001% able to emulate some of the things that he did, I would be happy. So, but also as a person, uh, I, I'm not going to say that I'm someone who lives the Mamba mentality lifestyle. You know, I have my faults like everyone else, but I, I was able to appreciate it. And I wished I was able to, but everyone's different. And, um, but I, I was able to watch him from a basketball player and, and see the progression of him as a younger player to a dad. Uh, so it was just very, it was, it was cool to see in that sense. And I just, yeah, it was someone I looked up to. I, I mean, that's kind of the simplest way to put it. So, you know, it was, it was rough for me. And uh, so I had my game that night. I uh, we my team was uh, our jerseys were purple, and I have a purple Lakers jersey, Kobe on the back, of course. So I wore that instead of my actual jersey. Not that it actually did anything, but just kind of recounting the nights, the night itself. So yeah, um, that's kind of where this episode starts. I just wanted to give you a bit of a, a you know preface of it and. I'm going to have my my buddy Scott come on and we're just going to go through some Kobe moments, some of our favorite moments, go through the years a little bit. Um, so maybe it won't be as depressing as maybe this little bit was at the beginning. Uh, try to be cheerful and just like discuss what he meant to basketball and just some of the things he did on the court. Uh, so yeah, so Scott's coming on in a bit. Uh, but for now, let's, you know, that's kind of just my story. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and um, if you guys, you know, send me a message, DM me, you know, let me know how it made you guys feel, where you guys were when when it occurred, you know, I'd like the feedback, and I'm open, you know, to have discussions with all of you. It's, uh, It's something that I think affected the basketball world greatly, in a, obviously, in a negative way. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear from everyone else. And uh, so, yeah, here's Scott Slackman. Again, won't be as depressing as this little bit. So stay tuned for that, please. And, yeah, so um, here he is, Scott Slackman, everybody. Whoa, whoa, they be like, who that there balling on the coat? That's cold, whoa. Oh, like, why he always go? Oh, no, there he go, putting numbers on the phone. Oh, oh, oh. Hey Scott, bro. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? Not too much, man. So first, I I know that uh, you being a recent Laker fan uh, and a LeBron fan, I would just uh, kind of like to know, you know, your perspective and and uh, like obviously I love Kobe, but like how would like for you, your guy is LeBron, but like what did Kobe kind of do for you in a sense or did you like watching him did you not what was the you know the spiel on Kobe uh so when I was actually really when I was younger when I first got into basketball I think when I was 14 years old he was the second jersey I ever bought okay first one was uh 
spend Wallace, so. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> I've been fine. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, he was, a, he was a pillar and he was one of the big tractions I had to the game of basketball. I mean, I only made my first layup. I think I was 14 years old. <laughs> you still uh, can't make them. <laughs> Okay, I, I was I set myself up there. I deserved this. Yeah, a bit. Um, no, I mean he he was a, he was a big pillar to the game of basketball. I know that he kind of had the torch passed down uh, from Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, no, it was a, he's a big deal. And throughout the time that I did watch from then until now, uh, I mean, what what conversation can you ever really have? ever talking about the best players to ever play the game without him there. We're not going to do the whole de- debate. I don't really think it's necessary, but right. He, he's just, he, he was an inspiration. He was a hero. He was a role model. I mean, we're definitely, we'll stick to like on the court, but I mean, of course, off the court and a lot of aspects. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I loved, I mean, just, I really followed him closer and closer in the last few years of his career. Yeah. Um, especially like around the, that Achilles injury. And yeah, it was brutal. The reason I, yeah, I mean, the reason I, I kind of liked him even more was because I saw, I, I know it's terrible to see, but I'm an injury prone person too. And he kind of gave of the year. Here we go. It's just troll central. Thanks for inviting me, by the way. No problem. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Yeah. I might sprain my ankle just in this conversation alone. Probably. So you're walking said, around. You're probably going to trip over tuned. something. Trip over your stay own Stay tuned, feet. everybody. Like, you never know. I think we were, we mentioned this in the last podcast. I think yeah, that's how we Yeah, you just trip over your own feet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Part two. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, we just went off. That's okay. Uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, I'm super injury prone. And seeing him come back from it, we could say he didn't come back the same, but coming back from it, you know, it was, it was, it was really nice to see. And I just, I love the guy all around. I mean, I loved seeing him as a dad. I loved seeing him in the basketball community. Uh, Of course, as you know, I love LeBron, but his relationship with LeBron closer to the end also got Mm -hmm. stronger and stronger and stronger as we saw it. And just to see these two huge, like, could call them legends already at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, just to see them together, you know, talking basketball, hanging out, helping each other, things like that. It's, it's just such a cool thing to watch. And um, I don't know if you want to hear it, but I mean, I could tell you, I could go right into it, but how, where I was when we got the bad news about him. Yeah, well, so first uh, I just want to I just want to comment on some of the things like for me and talking about the goat thing like like he's mine for example. Like I feel like at that at, at this point everyone has like their guy and there's no way to change their opinions. Like stats or not, like there's just that guy. And uh, so well, that's, if I if if I could cut you off there right away, his death changed my perspective of choosing a single entity at a single guy because it's very easy when you have people around and they've done their thing to 
just be able to choose a side or take a position. Right. But it's once you've actually lost them and they'll mm. never, you know, shoot a shot. You'll, they'll never speak a word again. They'll never have that impact. I mean, we have all the videos thing like to, to look back right. on, yeah. but yeah, once that's gone, it makes you realize there's no point, you know, if they had that big of an impact on this, on that many fans or players oh, yeah, sure. or teammates, like, what's the point he's he's yeah. just one of the greatest of all that's it yep. that's all that matters yeah at the end of the day true i agree and as far as also like the thing you were talking about like with lebron yeah like even though i you obviously you know my opinion on him i don't i don't love him but like at the same time uh i think like i've heard on a few podcasts like how their relationship got a lot stronger when they were on team usa together and ultimately, after Kobe retired, he was going to watch LeBron's games. And the night before, you know, the tragic crash, like he was watching LeBron pass him in all-time scoring. So, I mean, at that point, it's just one legend, like you said, passing it on to the next. Uh, LeBron being a Laker now, I think for Kobe, it didn't really matter at the end of the day, especially after he retired, how people like like stacked them as far as like top whatever, who was better. It was more like, LeBron was a Laker and Kobe was all about like the Laker as a franchise and wanted them to succeed. So it didn't matter about the personal goals at the end of the day, which was also very nice to see. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, yeah. So you mentioned before I, I had talked about it in the intro, like kind of what my day was when, uh, when I heard about the news. So sure. Uh, invite me into your day uh hearing about kobe's unfortunate passing it actually started like from the day before though because i don't know if you remember but i was begging you guys please let's go to that philly lakers game please let's go to that game that's so true eh holy you, shit you remember i i was oh my god i, I didn't stop. even I, think I, of that i yeah. harassed you guys i kept harassing you I yeah. didn't pull through as uh, as persistent as I am. No, but and... we were also flaky about it too. It makes sense. No, it was we just, were. Whatever, we it didn't were. work and out. We also didn't know if he was good. If we don't know when LeBron's going to sit or if this person's going to be out or injured right. or whatever. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, now looking back at it with this whole COVID thing that happened after, kind of wish I did at this point. Right. But... It would have been the last big thing we were allowed to do. Yeah. I mean, we, so that night, I'm sitting there watching that game and I'm seeing, we're seeing history made with, with Braun, you know, passing Kobe and all time yeah. scoring. Yeah. And already I'm just, I'm already appreciating Kobe. Like Kobe's already just majorly already on my mind. Right. I think a few games before that, you saw like that iconic part where him and, and Gigi were at the game. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then the next day comes and I'm, I'm, I'm just obviously, all I'm seeing is LeBron passing Kobe, Torch mm -hmm. passing. Yeah. Like all these metaphors that literally ended up being real in the sense that he left us. Yeah. Later on. I mean, you know, it was, yeah. come, come game time, it's seven o'clock. Uh, I'm about to, to watch one of the first games of the night. And then I, I see something on my phone, like, no, okay, this is this is bullshit. I'm I'm not gonna try to downgrade TMZ right now. They're right, just, they're not a news network I generally follow. And I see helicopter crash, Kobe Bryant, TMZ. Obviously, first thing that comes to my mind, okay, it's bullshit, and they're just trying to 
you know, downplay something to do with Kobe being passed on the scoring or something. I don't right. know. I was already trying to come up with like, not even like, I was about to just close it. And then right. something else pop, pop, like pops up and I'm just like, started. Okay, yeah. like, Hey, come on, let's, let's, let's relax guys. Like, this is not something funny. Right. And then I'm watching in the game and all of a sudden everyone's quiet and like stopping and the, the announcers, they, they announce it. And I'm like, no, what? I kind of, you know, I get it. He's a celebrity. He's a person we've never met. Right. Uh, but I don't know why it, it hit, it hurt. And I may For not sure. be as big oh, a yeah. Kobe fan as you, let's just say, mm. but he represented a very big portion of the thing that I love dearly in my life. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, you could, you could put him on a logo, just like the Jordan logo. It's the same. He, yeah. He's, he's that important to the game. There's, right. There's no question. And right. the news just kept coming in and then I'm starting to like, okay, maybe like it was the thing, but they don't know for sure. Right. And then lo and behold, like an hour later, not only was it him, but his daughter too. And a bunch of yeah, other kids everyone. and parents. Yeah. And Terrible. I, I don't even know what, I didn't even know what to say. I literally was just like in shock. And it, it was a weird feeling because I felt like I was overreacting. I'm telling myself, okay, you're not supposed to react over this. He's right. not, he's no one, you know, you have so many other people in your life to worry about. You have right. so many things going on and yeah. you're sitting here and take it, but no, it, it literally did. And as many times as I tried to just like come to terms with it, I was, I, for some reason, it made me feel sick. I don't know why. And I definitely think it didn't help that his daughter was there. And oh, for the sure. Well, just everything there. else. It, and yeah. I don't know, then just the new, it's the way the whole world reacted. And I don't know about you, but seeing everybody come together the way they did mm -hmm. was like something you don't see now. Like yeah. I'm talking in a, like a human kind perspective. Yeah. Take 100%. basketball away, take away. And, you know, you always hear like big celebrity names like passing and, you know, people are sad and they're, they're writing their tributes. Like, but there was, I don't know about you, but there was nothing like this I've ever seen. Oh, and for sure. Yeah. It, it was globally. It was every country, every news station, every, you, you know, everyone, everywhere, people that you don't even think even know what basketball is. I don't know. It just, it hit. And I think it was because he represented something more than the game. It represented. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's the mentality. his work ethic, his work yeah. ethic, the Mamba mentality, uh, yeah just his overall impact that he made in the world, the ripples that he caused and the influence that he had on so many different people, even yeah. though he was only able to be seen on a court, on a TV or at the places that he showed up at, you know, look how, look, look what it did. And what I, I just found was beautiful was that everyone unified. And oh, yeah. I swear, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I, I think that, brought people so much closer together right before this whole COVID crisis. And I almost think it's one of the reasons we all survived through it. Like God, like rest in peace to everyone who obviously got affected by the virus. Right. Uh, yeah. But I'm not even kidding. I literally think what he did, the, what we all felt together right before it all happened, it kind of had a big, uh, like, um, it just passed on with us throughout the year whenever we had to go through it. The, what, every time we taught, everyone said, 
2020 was the worst year. What did they say it started with? They didn't even bring Kobe. up COVID. They yeah. said Kobe. Well, like that's Kobe so like it started the downfall. Yeah. 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 So Everything I mean, yeah, that, wrong, that's wrong. what I was doing. That that's that's how I was thinking, and then right. it's all I could kind of think about for days. And um, yeah, no, honestly, it just made me realize how important basketball was to me in general. Mm. Yeah, and it also. I swear now, when I just watch a game, it doesn't matter if it's a big name, a small name. When I see someone put the effort in, when I see someone go against what the the betting odds were, when I see right. someone hit those insane out of this world shot, these shots, or overcome super teams that they should never have had business overcoming, like for instance, like Sexton the other day. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just appreciate it more and more. And it makes me savor those moments more and pre like look at them in a, in a deeper level mm. than just, I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's yeah, no, uh, I agree. <laughs> but so, cause from, we had a game that night. I don't know if, yeah. cause I know you were injured. So I guess you stayed home. It was one of those nights. Yeah. It uh, was, it was later. Exactly. It was a couple, I, I, uh, no, I couldn't like, I remember, play. I still, I, I yeah, you were broken. Yeah, you were broken. Yeah. You always, always. <laughs> but yeah, because like, so what I'd said in the intro is like Matt had messaged, I think us in the group, ch- in our group chat or whatever. And it was like a broken link for TMZ. So I was like, hey, this is nonsense. Like, there's no chance this happened. And then first it was like, it was him and his three daughters, his whole family. And then it was no one. And then like, it was all a mess. And then finally mm-hmm. we found out later on. But yeah, exactly. Everything you said, like, as far as like for me, so like kind of my whole thing was like, I, he wasn't my favorite player when I first got into basketball. Like uh, when I started getting into basketball, like my guy was Iverson just because like he was the smallest guy on the court, but also like the most impactful in a way and the things he did for, for Philly. So that, that was kind of my dude. And then just over the years, I think it was after his 2006 season where he went on an absolute tear. It was a season where he had the 81 points, the 63 versus the Mavs in three quarters, uh, winning, going to the championships the next year, playing the Celtics. Like it was those years where I started to really appreciate Kobe. And um, it just, yeah, he made me first off fall in love with the game on a deeper level for sure. But like, just like, the transition from him being a basketball player to, to him being like a parent and then also being able to educate other players as like in during his last season. And like, Mm -hmm. it's just the like widespread respect players had for him, I think is kind of unmatched. Like I think rivaled, honestly, I think people like they talk about Jordan as the, the greatest of all time and like how great he was as a player, but like, they don't really talk about, his off-court stuff because I don't think like he was very influential in that way like he would kind of kept to himself very competitive and and you know I'm kind of being nice about it but like otherwise like kind of a dick and Kobe was in it to his own extent in certain times especially when he was younger but then also like they look at LeBron and you know the thing LeBron's doing off-court but like some people kind of question his mentality mentality at some points but as far as like the respect Kobe had by all players, it was just like insane. And I, I even like the other day, just cause like, I know that like it was going to be the year anniversary. Like I had just watched like obviously Kobe highlights. Like I'm, I'm watching Kobe highlights right now. Uh, 
and then also like uh, some videos were recommended of like, you know, the player reactions and, and stuff like that. And just like, like you said, seeing how other players reacted and like them doing the eight second violation, the 24 second shot clock violation. It was just like, I almost don't like maybe now LeBron, if, if something tragic were to happen, but like, I don't know if like there would have been any other player that would have commanded like all of that happening if they passed away. Mm-hmm. So I don't me, disagree. I just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, and it's the fact that he just retired like a couple years ago. He's just about to start his life. He had just had another child. Yeah. Like just so many, I, I, you know, it was, you know, that guy was the hardest worker and he finally, you know, basketball finished and he was finally giving back that time that he didn't yeah. get to spend with his like, kids, and yeah. just devoting it nonstop to his children, as you saw you know his daughter and his academy there and uh, yeah it was his daughter was probably better than us already and she's like 12 oh for sure 100 percent. she would have crossed us and ripped shots on us no problem no for sure with that fadeaway yeah so for me i just i'll ask you first and we'll go through some of them but do you have some favorite Kobe moments of yours or something that highlights like his career that you were like, Holy shit. Like this guy's for real. The free throws and the Achilles. That's, that's really it. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's easy. It's just, it's easy for me because it just represents who he was. Right. It's uh, and, and the reason, and it's solidified when I saw Clay Thompson come mm-hmm. and do the same thing on his right. knee injury and you could only guess where he was inspired by. Yeah. I'm not going to, I can't, we can't know for sure, mm-hmm. but I can only imagine. Um, right. I just, yeah, it's the, it's the mentality of, of winning first, like before the pain. How about you? There's so many, man. There's so many. Um, the biggest, honestly, like, because I can, I can separate it as far as like on a, on a personal level, but also like game level, like just as, like for me, uh, this people always talk one about, personal one yeah, on, so on, people on. always talk about his 81 point game and, and yeah, a hundred percent, one of the most incredible, you know, scoring performance. I, I think like even more difficult than like the hundred points by Wilt, just because like they would literally just give him a game. Well, he yeah. would give it, they would give it to him in the post and he would literally take like seven, 60, 70 shots a game. And like, he was just a beast. Uh, but to me, the most impressive performance was the 63 points against Dallas in three quarters. Mm-hmm. And like, he outscored the whole team. Like he had more points in the Dallas Mavericks by the third quarter. Like that's just unheard of. So like his scoring outputs uh, were just, ridiculous and and again like the will to win and like doing anything possible uh to get his team that that w as far as off the court um my fate well so on off the court one of my favorite moments is like when matt barnes like faked the ball and he didn't move um, oh the with, flinch when he didn't flinch yeah. on the uh yeah on the the inbound. yeah exactly oh, yeah i was just watching that the other day yeah. um and also, uh, I think it was against Orlando, and um, I think it was game game two, and they were up two nothing against the Magic or, or whatever it was. And one of the reporters asked, he was like, 
he was like, are you like, is something wrong? Are you not happy right now? Like you're up to nothing, like in the NBA finals, like, shouldn't you be smiling or happy? And Kobe was like, the job's not finished. Like we didn't win yet. Like it's not over, which is like, I feel like some players would kind of get ahead of themselves and be like, yo, we're up to nothing. Like there's no way we're losing this. And he was just kind of like anything, like he understood anything could happen in the NBA. So he's like, I'm not going to celebrate until, you know. The job's done. Yeah. And then one of his more comical moments is when he won his fifth. And um, I forget what the question was, but it was also in the, in the press conference. And he was just like, I got one more than Shaq. So you can take that to the bank. And I just loved it. Like <laughs> all that like feuding and like them talking like they didn't care so much and whatever uh it was just like it was a perfect kind of moment and uh i had listened to Shaq's podcast uh, and he interviewed kobe this was a long time ago and they kind of spoke about it and all these things and like they were laughing about it and like obviously it was you know in hindsight so it wasn't as big of a deal but at the time like those two like they worked together like it was a strictly like co-worker type level but they didn't like each other and they were able to win. Like it was just crazy. That whole feud and them able to, you know, win that. Too bad they can't do that in the NBA now. <laughs> yeah. man. Well, cause like they even talked about that. Like we would have won like seven at least if we stayed together, which I honestly think was very likely. Like also had Shaq like actually worked hard enough. I don't but disagree. I think so. What it is. Yeah. By the way, I'm sorry I just stuttered there. I was I'm watching Kobe highlights and I got to see him just now dunk on Yao Ming. Oh, that's which is uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't like, answer you right away. I couldn't dude, answer. Like, so the thing for me is like his approach to the game. Like he wasn't the best three point shooter. He wasn't like the most athletic person ever. But like, dude, like I fell in he just love. Just found a way to get it in. His, his <laughs> footwork. His footwork to me is like one of the most magical things. And I know he got a lot of it from, from, from Jordan, but like I've heard stories, like he even asked like Hakeem Olajuwon, like how to perfect like the dream shake, even though Hakeem is not his position and the way he would just try and like get, yeah. So try and like gain knowledge from like any player and their go-to move. Like I remember it was the year after Dirk beat Miami and swept the Lakers in that, in, uh, I think it was the second round. Um, the next year, you saw Kobe doing one foot fadeaways. Hmm. And, but like for me, his footwork was just like so incredible. And like when we play, I try to emulate that and try and move around and pump fake. It's just not obviously as good as Kobe, but like just his game, everything about it was like so fundamental. And he can score from any angle. It didn't matter. Like, ugh. Definitely missed. Yeah, sure. he, was, he was as smooth as they come. Yeah, definitely missed. And creative. Yeah, man. Like, I think he was one of the first to do, the, like, the off the backboard to himself, put it in the basket thing. Yeah, I just saw that one, too. <laughs> first of all, just... Even, I'm just looking at all the three-pointers he took. And now the new rules that you're even – in their proximity it's a foul you could only imagine how many more points he'd have right now yeah i mean also just like the frequency of threes also like if you kind of want to get technical like back in the day they didn't shoot half as many threes as they did now like if kobe had Mm -hmm. like stepped like 
two feet back on almost like all of his shots. It would have been. Anyways, yeah, I mean, look, uh, the game is different. It would have. It would have taken a couple more years for LeBron yeah. to pass him in scoring. Yeah, you probably. can't discount <laughs> that type of stuff. Um, look, it, it, but that's why I, I'm I'm kind of over the whole debate of how, yeah. who to compare when different eras. You know what? Right. Comparing the same era all you want, like the same yeah. time frame played, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna do anything less than that, then forget right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, also, I completely agree. And also, I forgot to mention like one of my obviously favorite moments is like I got to see him play, which was uh, I saw him play against I saw him play against the Raptors. Uh, I mean it was in 2012, I think. So it was when Shaq and Nash were on the team. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, so you got to see a bunch of. uh, Well, I mean, I saw big legends, a, a broken Steve Nash and a broken Dwight Howard. So I don't. Um, I don't, it wasn't amazing. Uh, I think Dwight foul, uh, he got two technicals and got ejected. I don't think Steve Nash was playing. The Raptors beat them. They were, they were not a very good team that year, but, um, there was at a point at the end of the game, I don't even think Kobe had that great of a game, but at the end of the game, he hit some pretty clutch shots, um, to try and get them back in it but it didn't happen but it was just crazy like I remember just just watching him warm up and like he was like staying in the same spot like very simple just working on like the simple moves and like you had other guys like trying to show off their dunks and like all these fancy layups and all that and Kobe was just like at the mid-range just like jab step dribble pull up like so like it was even pre-game shooting like it was just work to him like it was always like he was always working and it was just, I don't know. It, that's like, I'd wish, I wish I was able to see him play like in LA. I would have loved to see him in, in the Staples center, but what can you do? Uh, yeah. Listen, at least you got to see him. I think that's, that's true. Yeah, for sure. Really, that's important enough in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And you've, I wanted to mention this. I, I forgot. I I when we were talking about his passing and everything, do you remember like maybe the week before you came over and you're saying, and I told you I wanted to work on my footwork on my posts on yeah, a lot of things. And who did you tell me to watch? Which All videos? It was Kobe. I just, I literally told exactly. you type in Kobe Bryant footwork. And it, it's literally just, videos. It's just weird the way everything happens because I obviously yeah. wasn't, thinking about it then and then finally you tell me to do it and then this happened i don't know i just find life is a little weird yeah i mean well it was tough to get you on to to start watching him at first you're a lebron guy it's tough like i i won't dare watch a lebron highlight no i respect him i respect for sure and i respect lebron game too but like when you're Again, we're saying this I now never I never compared when Kobe was in the league. I, I never was trying to convince myself or anyone that LeBron was better than Kobe ever. Right. Yeah, but th- that's fine, but I still there was still always like that Kobe or LeBron thing. Whether or not it was like a huge deal, like me, I used to get into arguments with people all the time and I I still do sometimes. I try not to anymore cuz I try and you know, everything's relative. But he's the only one that got to play both of them. Yeah. Do you understand that Kobe got to play like Jordan, 
all the, the older that that older era of people and then he still got to play it in these new fresh completely changing the game like Steph Curry and Kawhi and yeah. KD and Clay and like, it's just it's he got he he and he competed against all of them he got he gave everyone a run for their money yeah and the thing about him also was like we see now with some guys that are getting older where it's like they don't really change their game like they don't shape it to like what you know, their their age they, and like mm-hmm. the how the game is, has changed i won't mention any specific names <clears throat> russell westbrook <clears throat> um but like he lost his athleticism and changed his game to be a lot more fundamental and understood that his game when he was a bit younger wasn't going to be the same as he got older, obviously, which I think is like a common sense thing. So again, his footwork only came into play. Like he always had it, but like it really started to become something like in like 2007, 2008, when like he was already like a little older, 28 almost, I think. So like, it's just, yeah. I mean, he was, and like he beat, you know, I remember like when he gave, Michael Jordan, 55 points, and Jordan was on the Wizards. Like, just craziness. Craziness. It's crazy. One of my favorite clips, actually, is, like, I think it was his last year when LeBron was guarding. It was, like, a fun clip. It's not, like, the, the competition part, but it was just, like, kind of fun to see because, like, LeBron was obviously the best player in the league uh, in Kobe's last year, and, like, Kobe had him in the post and, like, did his, like, signature kind of, like, pump fake underneath for the layup type thing Mm -hmm. i don't know if you remember seeing that but that was Mm -hmm. like a a fun moment to see just because lebron was just like god damn i can't believe he got me on it like this guy's like 37 and you know still still giving me buckets and then jojo got him with it in the all-star game last year yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not the same obviously but (laughs) i think uh yeah, I'm not gonna, I know is, I, 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 Kobe was a, an excellent defender. What's uh, as good as his offense was, he was an right, incredible look, defender uh, too. I wouldn't I, say LeBron is the same level. Maybe before different man. No, Again, the game is different. It the game well, is true. so much that's rely, like it relies a lot more on team defense now. And look, I can understand it also. Look, Le, LeBron's also like. He's getting older it's and like, 36. he's, he's okay. We have to kind okay of some slack. To, yeah, it's okay <laughs> for him to take some defensive possessions off. Sometimes hey, in I don't the playoffs, love it, he plays but... defense, though. He plays defense. In yeah, the playoffs. no, I can't, I bro. I can't take anything away from LeBron. Again, I, as much as I, I don't love him, like, I will always say, like, the things he's done, even if I don't love his game, which I, I, I've been honest about, I don't love LeBron's game. He's improved, though. Like you're seeing this year, he's, he's hitting threes at like a really his decent free throws are higher, better. Yeah, percentage. so like three you gotta you gotta respect percentage. you gotta respect the grind and you know the amount of work he puts in on his body and everything else. Like I, I can never take anything away from LeBron. That's not something that I'm in. The, I used to, um, but like it's just pointless. Like I'm trying to just appreciate greatness because as much as like I'm a Kobe fan, like when LeBron retires it's going to be really weird to not have lebron in the league mm-hmm. so 
I just I just feel like and I think it's like I don't want to put it on that but I think especially like after Kobe's passing like you said it's like the comparisons are kind of stupid and it's, it's stupid just like, and 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 at the end of the day it's like you just said we're going to be sad to see a guy like not be in the league now just like yeah. now you, you wish you could watch Kobe play in one more game and LeBron's gone you know we could like, people could criticize here or there right. We're still going to miss him a lot. I mean, I wouldn't um, know how much I'd love to see Kobe at 43 playing in an NBA game, but... I yeah. bet you he could he could have some nice spurt. <laughs> I wouldn't Look, even doubt was, it. That was the other thing. Like, I also think if, if he really wanted to, he could have stayed in the NBA if he wanted to do more of like a Vince Carter thing where he took a reduced role. That wasn't Kobe. Like, he was 20 years in the league, and for the most part, we'll say like young. 16, he came straight out of high school. Yeah. But like for like year 16, 17, like he was always the guy. Mm-hmm. Like even like even with Shaq, like he was always a beast. And I think for him, it was like, I'm I'm 35, 36. I just came off an Achilles injury. I played a bit. And then my rotator cuff has been torn for like two years and I didn't even know it. You get surgery and like, he's just like, if I can't, compete oh, yeah, he didn't even like know the there was that shoulder issue right, right. only until after yeah. so like mm-hmm. for him it's like the, the competitor he was like i don't think he would have been capable of like just being a guy that sits in the corner and waits for threes or or has like a reduced no yeah i see him needing to be the, the guy always yeah. which is how i see lebron also to be quite honest like i know he has anthony davis but like i still see lebron like i don't think he's a guy who wants to like have the team in someone else's hands for the most part like he's capable of relying on his teammates a bit more than Kobe is I think or was but Mm -hmm. I still think LeBron wants to take the reins on any team that he's on just because he's consistently been able to do it yeah I agree so um I know you're not happy with the outcome but I still think it's kind of cool that the Lakers got their first championship in a while on that year yeah, no, it's not, look, it's not that I'm not happy about it. Like, I I didn't necessarily like the whole for Kobe thing, for Kobe thing. The I premise, like, I get it. But look. But man, you know like what? It, oh, they also, but the players deserve to be able to do that. Maybe you and I don't, but they had relationships with him. And especially the guys that were on that. I know, but the, especially the guys on that Lakers team, you know how, 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 how much Kobe was involved with the Lakers. He, I don't think he was it's his home at the end of the, like by the end of it, I think he was just watching their game sometimes. Like I'm not, look, I'm not saying much, but like Anthony Davis, for example, like he was playing in new Orleans the whole time. Like I look, and again, I, I understand, like I'm, I'm not saying they're bad people for doing it. I just kind of felt like, I felt like it was cause they kind of had to, and not necessarily that it was super genuine. It's I, not felt, I felt whatever, but everything ever. that LeBron had to say about it, felt genuine though yeah and look, michael jordan when he did his speech yeah felt super genuine like yeah. uh, as, as as genuine as they come yeah and don't forget they eh? like a lot of these guys are around your age or yeah, even sure, some of them younger yeah. they, yeah, they younger, or yeah. my age you know yeah. they grew up like idolizing kobe yeah. the way you know you did or the way you know some aspects i did too Right. Um, 
so to see one their hero, maybe one of the biggest reasons they're even in the NBA today, whether they had a close relationship or not. I mean, all these guys had been watching ball, being around ball. So it, it, I, I don't blame them. I don't blame no, them. No, no, no. I, I don't blame I, them. I'm saying, look, it's not like the worst gesture in the world. I just think it was like, uh, it was like you had to as a Laker player. Like you just had to, which is fair. But you had to, yeah. whether whether I, you truly felt like that's what it was, or whether you're like you, because like also like you look at a lot of the guys in the league, like a lot of these younger guys too, like LeBron is their idol, right? So like I understand what you're saying, though, but I, I just feel like a lot like you had to, regardless of how you felt, and I'm sure a lot of them did feel like you know that was for Kobe. And, like, you're playing for the Lakers, so you're also, like, playing for, like, the Lakers' legacy and, like, also, like, a Laker legend and who lost his life. And, like, sure. And maybe it gave them extra motivation, too. Like, I'm not going to say, like, you're not allowed to Who knows? To if Kobe, do that. If Kobe yeah. didn't pass, maybe they didn't have enough energy yeah, to get we done never, when we'll they never got know. done. We'll definitely we'll never know. know. It's just yeah. crazy that on top of the – it's just crazy that not only did he pass, but the first ever bubble experience – yeah. had happened that year too on uh, yeah. if it didn't make matters worse right dude it was it was a like brutal chaotic year. Brutal Just chaos sure. and this yeah. year is becoming chaos too yeah <laughs> it's been absolute yeah. it's oh, ridiculous yeah. yeah but that's a whole other story but yeah like i don't know and especially like after like kind of his after basketball life like it's uh i i was uh listening to because like i went on a whole like downward kind of spiral of watching kobe videos and players talking about him and stuff so uh i was listening to vince carter talk about uh like an interaction him and kobe had one of the last times they played uh, like against each other and kobe was just like i'm happy like i'm ready for it like i'm just i'm just ready for it like retirement's gonna be fun it's gonna be good i can focus on my kids i can focus on like other things that I'm passionate about. And like, he was just so okay with retiring, which I feel like a lot of NBA players struggle with. And for him, mm-hmm. he was just like, look, my time's, it's over. Like I, I did what I did. I accomplished what I accomplished. And now I have other goals set in mind and I'm going to put all my, you know, work ethic into accomplishing something else. Like the dude won a, a fucking Emmy. An Oscar. Like for his, it was an Oscar. Sorry, yes. For it was an Oscar. Uh, yeah, he's the first. Yeah, TV show and basketball player yeah. to win an Oscar. Also, yeah, I still that, can't watch that, that video. Film that he made. Dear, dear basketball. I can't watch that video. Dear basketball. Cry. I always cry. Yeah, I, I can't was... watch it. <laughs> it. It makes it so much worse now. Yeah. It yeah. makes it so much. It was already emotional watching it when he was alive, and now mm-hmm. it kind of it it left an imprint. Yeah. of him it's almost like you feel him yeah <laughs> i mean like, he's the one narrating it too right yeah which yeah, definitely helps but like just everything like even his last game uh like obviously like okay fine like even me as like his one of his biggest fans like the 60 points like i was happy to see it but like you're taking 50 shots so i, I kind of hope you get 60 points but uh just like when he gave that speech at the end and then like the the mamba out puts the mic down mamba like out. i get sh- oh, yeah. i get shivers every time like that like it just hits so much different now too but like when it happened like just like shivers it was like damn but it's just that he he said all these goodbyes like only like two years ago well three years now yeah 
or whatever. And and back then it was already emotional because it was basketball. I still remember that I was in, I think I was actually in Mexico. Mm. And I watched his last game there. I had just made it to Mexico right, right in time. Like I got to the resort and I found the like the, the only restaurant that was open and they didn't even know how to put the game on. I got them to put mm. the game on. And I got to watch his final game there, and I was so right. happy. I was I was in heaven, and I remember watching that speech, and I, I felt that hit. And then rewatching it now, it's almost like yeah, he gave us all this material to to keep us to say goodbye to us for this. Yeah, as well. for, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, and like which is crazy. This, like, also, deeper meaning. Yeah, which was crazy. Also, is like the same thing. So Tracy McGrady was talking about him, and like the way you say that is like. He had told Tracy McGrady when they were like 18 that he wanted to die young. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is like crazy because like uh-huh. you're you're talking about all these things, like the Mamba out and all the whatever. And then like you hear back to the, like the, the Mamba out thing. It was almost like, and it's gonna sound kind of stupid to say, but it's almost like he planned it. But I don't think he planned him and his daughter dying. Obviously, that's stupid. Like Illuminati. Him and yeah, like don't Tupac. actually, you know, don't start, don't start quoting <laughs> no. me on that. I don't actually think that. No, 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 that no, no. Happened, obviously like, not. The, I get it. The but life is weird all. like that. But yeah. life is weird like that. It, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's like he he wrote his destiny. Yeah, unfortunately, like, it, but I, I don't think he planned it because I don't think he would have ever right. involved his daughter in it. Right. So. Obviously, no. I it, dude, it was just a, just a tragedy and like just the fact like it was like he was doing it to get to his daughter's game like faster and like just trying to help people like on on his team and like he was coaching her like just such a tragedy and like again this is, man, yeah like, the premise of like how he, how it happened why it happened when yeah. it happened who would yeah i know yeah, that just, doesn't make it any better no like and it's it's just crazy like nine people lost their lives and like some children lost their parents like the whole thing in itself like if you look at it outside, like from an outside perspective of like you not loving Kobe and you just see that that happens and it's reported, it's like, damn, like that's like, that's like, it's like already, that's awful already. Yeah. It's awful. yeah. And then like when you have like an emotional attachment to it, it obviously makes it worse. And like, just well, like, don't yeah. forget, like when you hear about on the news of tragedies or people passing, um, generally it's just a number and a name but you don't really have a backstory behind them but because kobe was involved in it we got a much bigger backstory on everyone right yeah exactly and yeah. what was happening and why it was yeah. happening like yeah. more we it, it it felt like a movie at times it almost oh felt gosh, so surreal yeah. yeah and i think that's what made it it was kind of like we were reliving it we were we were mm-hmm. feeling it as it happened yeah and uh, it's, oh my, I can't believe this happened. I don't know. And it, I, can't I can't believe it's already been a year. year. It feels, yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it passed so quickly. And I don't, yeah. I, it's been such a run, weird year and 2021 shaping to be not a hell of a lot different. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah. Anyway, it just, we're not going to get into that part, but yeah. those parts, but I mean, Look, for me, know. as far as, as this is like, at least, you know, we, we have YouTube now to look back on all of this stuff and, and whatever, but like, it's crazy how like it's, it doesn't, it still doesn't feel real, even though it is like, it's, it's almost just like, 
you know, he just hasn't been in the media or anything else. It just doesn't feel real. And then yeah, you look back and like you miss him in the game, but like you also miss him as like a, as like what he was becoming, I guess. Like it was just, yeah. I don't so, know. I, I, I think it's because we got to follow what he was doing a bit in yeah. his, like his post career yeah. that it showed even more humanity to him. Right. That yeah. like if he was relatable before and inspiring before he became mm-hmm. even more related, relatable and inspiring. Right. Yeah. Afterward, mm-hmm. and I think just the whole—I don't know—his energy, like feeling his energy, just leave the world. Yeah. It does. It doesn't feel the same. Yeah. I and I think it's a lesson to be given for future and how we look at everything, not just yeah. in basketball, but in all of life's little. Without getting too philosophical here, but I mean, if if this made us all feel this way it should be an eye-opener to all parts of life that yeah and go and happen and we you know just feel them and embrace them and try not to always look at what it's missing but look what you're gaining from it yeah no it's a good it's a good way of thinking for sure and uh and when in doubt if you have good to pass on like pass it on right yeah if you if you can make others share knowledge feel good or or inspire them or motivate or and i think that's that alone is already fuel for this world to continue going and getting better and evolve just yeah man i definitely agree thrive definitely agree oi well i know oi is right <laughs> as jewish as we could sound yeah uh 365 <laughs> days later i'm wearing the same jersey i wore in our game uh oh yeah on that night yeah, yeah. we did the yeah we did the the shot clock violation too did we didn't we yeah we did i don't I think remember. no wait did we not i don't think so that we didn't do. i don't think we went that far I don't think we went that far. No? Maybe. I don't Maybe that. the eight. No, I, I think we did the eight, like the... Yeah, the back. The back backcourt. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't remember Shoot. that. But it was it was tough. I remember I, I, anyway. I wanted to have a really good game, but I don't think I did. Uh, No, you didn't. But yeah. no, no, you went off a bit at the end. You did. I don't, I don't you remember. You did start hitting your shots. No, you did. There were a bunch that started going. I think you made like four or five threes. Don't remember. Uh, whatever. Listen, yeah. all that matters is you went and played basketball in his honor. That night, right. So. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do I, a 10 second. Uh, next time, whenever we get back on the court, I'll make sure to do a 10 second violation to honor Giannis on his free throw. Oh god, that he didn't take him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I don't. Your free throw percentage stuff. isn't any better than his, bro. Hey, so. hey, 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 I got to take like four the whole season. Let me look. Well, and you missed three of them. Okay, 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 okay. We don't need to tell everyone my stat sheet right now. Okay, but you're gonna talk shit about. I, I had a broke two-time in, MVP in, in twelve months. Twelve months. I had Achilles, ankles, three times, rib, finger. I don't know what didn't didn't go wrong. 
I guess it's just telling you to stay away from basketball and you didn't listen. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining me. It's always uh, a pleasure. Is it though? Uh, yeah, of course it is. No, I, cause I think especially with this, because again, I've always tried to push you to watch him and appreciate him. Uh, and I think you're one of the only, like one of the only people who understand like how I feel about it or towards him. Mm-hmm. So I think it emulates it pretty well. And I think, uh, yeah, definitely a pleasure. It's good to talk about because again, it's, it's also hearing a different perspective of someone who wasn't like, who didn't idolize him, but still understood the impact he had like both on and off the court. So I think it's good to have both perspectives. Listen, I'm trying to start get, I'm getting technical, but I've always loved basketball. I just never dove into it. Right. You know, but fantasy started a few years ago, started playing again. I'm trying to get that IQ higher and things. Right. I always feel a little behind you guys at times. And well, you got a little get that ignorant mentality. No, it's not just the mom, but I'm saying just ignorant on like information and right. uh, just overall being able to look back on certain plays or certain things that happened in games. And I, I'm not, I'm not as up to date. Uh, yeah, you so study, you I, I like study learning sharks. from you. you have to Honestly, study coming sharks. on to this is uh, it's, it's, it's just nice to actually just have a conversation more and learn more. I, I get to learn more about yeah. the thing that I love and right. we get to honor Kobe today, 365 yeah. days later. Exactly. So thanks for having me. No problem, man. And, uh, what can I say? Mamba out. Oh, see, um, I just gave myself shivers. All right, man. Thank you. Have a good rest of the night. Thanks. Take care. Bro. Bye. Ciao. So there you have my remembering Kobe Bryant episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, if you guys have any, again, stories that you want to share with me, you can DM me on Instagram at the ball never lies podcast or my personal account fish out of water with two F's. Again, I know I didn't have a personal relationship with Kobe Bryant, but just uh, the way he played. And again, all the things that I kind of mentioned in the podcast uh, it's still kind of, you know, hit me obviously when he passed and sometimes to this day, you know, I still look at highlights. I still listen to interviews. Um, it was just, you know, my basketball idol. And, uh, you know, maybe some people won't resonate with that. And that's completely fine. But this is just, you know, my personal experience and my personal stories towards that. So uh, kind of letting you in a little bit. Uh, so I hope at least you can appreciate it. Um, but overall, uh, I do hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, share on share with your friends uh give me if you you know like the episode you can give me five stars on apple Podcasts. subscribe and uh big thanks to scott for joining me for this episode and uh just remember everyone the ball never lies and um yeah mamba out